Okay, so um, this is one of those episodes that I'm gonna post. So this is what. Okay, so this is what the upcoming episodes that I'll do the pop in and pop out thing will sound like. They will just be my feelings on certain things or whatever I want to talk about, and it's less like in the. It's not gonna be like the usual way. I have a a concept and like an example, and I don't know. It's just gonna be more. Um, more so my uncut feelings about certain things that I want to express and maybe someone can relate. So recently I was thinking about how a lot of my relationships, uh, when I, I feel like I need to keep saying this, but when I say relationships, I don't always mean romantic ones. And in this context, I'm actually talking about my platonic relationships. And I'd say with mostly with people of the opposite sex, but even with females as well, to be honest, but I'll just say my friendships. Um, I've noticed that, like, I, I have a problem with delusion, guys. Like, as much as I don't have delusion about everything, and I'm not really delusional when it comes... I'm not like... Okay, my delusion isn't the kind way, like, I'm not self-aware. But I do think that when it comes... My delusion is in the sense of me romanticizing certain things like i've noticed that like when it comes to when it comes to okay i've noticed that like i romanticize so many things and i was thinking about how so many of the people who i feel closest to outside of people who i've obviously known for a long time and like obviously we've had many years and we've built like this uh relationship for a long time or whatever but I feel like when it comes to new people, I always question if the way I feel about them, like, as friends, like, is it really real or is it just, or does it feel as amazing as I think it is because it's romanticized? I think I overly romanticize so many things. Like, I take a small moment and inflate it into this really big thing and in that way, I can easily become attached to that person as my friend. I feel like, wow, this is like my best friend. In my head, I think it. I don't say it because I know how crazy that sounds. But like, I do have that feeling with people, especially new people. And I always like wondered like, how many of these um, connections are actually real? Even though like, I would say, lucky me, I'd say for the past few months or whatever, uh, more probably this year i feel like most of the new friendships i had did have uh have grown and they are like genuine in a lot of ways and it's not just uh we met a couple of i met them once and then i felt like wow we're best friends and then we just continued to talk and then somehow they still had this inflated like position in my life but i always wonder like how much of the things i feel in that beginning stage is real because i feel like most of it just feels romanticized like someone could literally text me and i'm like wow you're so nice they text me back but it's like <laughs> that is so bare minimum and it's like it's literally not that serious but somehow i romanticize it and i think i had to admit that the the connections i romanticize the most are the ones that i know deep down are kind of like triggering let me explain so i grew up in a home that was very emotionally available in the sense that my parents are not emotion were not emotionally available and 
because my siblings were raised by my parents they also kind of were the same way and we didn't really like visit people we were not really allowed to like visit people growing up and we just didn't so the only idea i had of like relationships was emotionally void you know it was kind of like a logical practical thing versus like someone just being emotional and just uh expressing how they feel or just putting their feelings before logic or always trying to come up with a logical explanation for things instead of just recognizing that you know sometimes someone just needs that emotional connection or that emotional support or whatever so so i I think that idea of connections is what i saw for the longest time and i became i once read this book i i feel like everyone should read that book it's called why i think it's called why women love too much something like that um i just it's something like that i'll put the title in the description when i remember it but it's a book that explains how a lot of the things that we recreate in our romantic relationships or even in our okay essentially in our in our relationships in general are things that we saw growing up and subconsciously were trying to fix that relationship let's say if the relationship you had with your father is emotionally avoidant what you then end up doing is you recreate that pattern of like the emotionally avoidant man and you basically allow that so basically you recreate that thing you recreate that emotionally avoidant um relationship you had with your father except you just keep finding new people to replace your father with so whatever person you're dating at the time and you keep essentially being with people that are emotionally avoidant and what happens is you become the fixer in that relationship because you're trying to fix what you couldn't fix like that thing that you couldn't fix with your father uh like if you wanted your dad to be let's say more emotionally available and he wasn't instead of and obviously because you couldn't fix it and it was what it was but now you're going to try to recreate it and fix it in this adult relationship you're in because you're subconsciously trying to essentially you're trying to heal the inner child in you but you're not doing it the way that's proper you're trying to recreate something to make up for something else which is crazy on its own but obviously i can't explain it well because i feel like you have to read the book but when i read that book i actually started to realize that i was always in emotionally avoidant like situations like because my parents are emotionally unavailable for the most part to be honest and when i started to realize that i it started to make sense why i always got in relationships with people and i felt like I wasn't receiving what I wanted to receive, but I also didn't. And it like made sense why I also kept going back in the same situation. Like I would complain about how emotionally unavailable this friend or this man or this whoever in my life is. But like I would, let's say I'd break up with that person or I'd stop being friends with that person or whatever. But whoever I'd meet after, I'd literally recreate that same situation in the sense that they would also be emotionally available unavailable in one way or another and i would just be the person trying to fix things and i'd be extending myself and all that stuff so when i look at like my friendships now especially the some of the new ones i always look at how like every time i got in a friendship with someone and i could tell that this person is 
not as available as like maybe some of the people who I talk to on a regular basis. Sometimes it's like the person just isn't always available in terms of like they're not always online. They don't always text back or you don't always hang out with them. I quickly noticed that like those are the relationships I romanticized and I'd quickly talk about that person all the time. Like, oh, yeah, my friend, this person like and I'd keep talking about them and it just and and to me it never made sense like wait why is it i just met this person a few months or weeks ago whatever and i already feel like they're my favorite person even though i literally talk to this person maybe once every six months what is it and then i started to realize that like by i was trying to protect myself uh every time i got triggered and i was reminded of like that relationship i had uh in my in, in my childhood all those relationships i had i was reminded that like this is going to be like that, you know? So instead of, in, so what would happen is instead of recognizing that, oh, this is an emotionally unavailable friendship, let me either accept that and just take it for what it is, or let me just not engage because this is obviously triggering. I would romanticize it. And that one maybe interaction we would have, I would inflate it so much in my brain that it felt like 10 interactions. Like, Let's say I'll talk to my friend who I talk to every day. I could talk to them every day. And it's like, I wouldn't feel that rush, that excitement. But if I talk to that person one time, I would feel like I've talked to them the past three months. And therefore, it, it would feel like, oh my God, this is the most amazing person. Because it's like, you're only getting this person in bits and pieces. And like that person you talk to every day, you're going to have disagreements. You're going to fight. You're going to, because you're constantly in relationship, but with someone that you talk to once in a while, it's always going to feel amazing because they only, someone you don't talk to all the time, obviously because your time is limited, they're going to give you the best of them, you know, and you're also going to give the best of you. And so your relationship feels much bigger than it really is. And you start, to, and I started to notice how, like, over time, with these um, relationships that I'd overly like romanticized or friendships or whatever, I started to recognize that, like, as months went by, and we got like, we kind of got into a space of like comfort where maybe I knew, like, okay, said person will text me every three days or we'll hang out every here and there once it became like certain that you know what this relationship is this friendship is a friendship and this person is going to be in my life maybe they won't be consistent but not like there is that security I noticed how bored I would become of that person like I wouldn't have that same excitement for them and I started to realize like oh because um every time I got triggered I romanticized it it became something I was seeking now. Like I was seeking that trigger because with that trigger came that delusion of romanticizing it. And it's like, it's a vicious cycle where you constantly romanticize things that are bad for you. So you keep on seeking those bad things because you want that feeling that they give you, which isn't really a real feeling because it's mostly like your imagination. And one thing with me is, I think for as long as I could remember, I've been someone who has always been really I've always fantasized a lot because I never really enjoyed my reality so I always found time to like fantasize about things like I would see someone uh let's say I just meet someone and I'll just fantasize about what kind of friendship we would have and all these memories and I just always used to fantasize so much because I didn't enjoy my reality so I've always been someone who 
has fantasized about so many things and that delusion has helped me in so many ways because there are moments where everything in my life just feels like it's bad and there was no like point of happiness there was nothing that was bringing in any joy but it's like once I had that thing that I was fantasizing about whether it's a person or this future or this idea of anything it's not even like it's not even just about like oh I like this boy no it's like sometimes even with friendships or even with I could literally think about the smallest thing and start fantasizing about what it could be and I literally form a whole storyline like I'm (laughs) I'm really delusional like my friends always laugh when like I talk about like my my fake relationship with party next door party next door is a musician like he's an artist and if you actually hear me talk about i used to be in a relationship with him which is it's an inside joke but if you hear me talk about it like it actually sounds real like it's it's a fully fleshed story it's not it's a kind of story that you can ask me one question and have a follow-up and i'll still have answers that like that's how much i fantasize as a person and it makes me a great writer and it makes me a great like it makes it makes it makes for good content in terms of like writing and expressing yourself because you I know how to make something sound a lot better than it is but then it can be negative in the sense that sometimes when my delusion or my fantasy or my dreams take over reality I can stay in situations too long because I'm focused on the fantasy or focused on the idea of versus actually um facing the reality and that's why like I started to recognize that uh a lot of people that I would talk to even like let's say we're friends we start talking and we are let's say of the opposite sex and then over time I'd start to feel like maybe I like this person I realized that when it came down to actually asking myself like okay but would I really get in a relationship with this person when it came down to like you know really asking myself the question like when I'm really like lucid and not like when I'm really like not in that state of delusion or trying to fantasize or anything I would usually say no but I wouldn't understand why I still felt like I had feelings for that person until I realized that I for the most part liked a lot of people not just like romantically but a lot of people I liked them for the idea that I had of them. Like I'd see someone and I'd start imagining this friendship or this relationship or whatever it is. And it became this, because it's a fantasy, obviously you're going to make the most out of it. You're going to say the, you're going to think of the best things only. And that idea can really be enticing. Like, wow, I really want to experience that. But then when you actually are in relationship with that person as a friend or whatever, you start to realize like, they are flawed, they make mistakes, they are annoying, they're just like regular. And nobody's ever going to live up to the fantasy because a fantasy is exactly that. It's a fantasy. So you can literally alter it. Because sometimes I'll be in a fantasy, think about something, and then I'll, uh, maybe because my own personal life is in a dark space, I will think of something negative and then I'll be like, "Mm, no, 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 let me change it. And then tomorrow I can wake up and like the fantasy is in a different state because I don't want to go negative. But like in real life, people, when they make mistakes, you have to still face them tomorrow. You can't just run away from it or rewrite it in a different way. I don't know. This is just something I've realized. So I think I've become more aware of how much I romanticize things 
and I'm trying to figure out how to unlearn that like I'm trying to figure out how to unlearn I think one thing that I think has helped is I stopped watching (laughs) romantic movies and all that stuff because I think so many movies are as much as yeah it is a romantic movie it is supposed to be romantic but some of the things that they romanticize are not necessarily romantic like they fantasize a lot of toxic stuff that is just not good that is unacceptable that's not realistic and when you keep watching stuff like that and you keep looking up to stuff like that you start to think that that's what you should look for which is not real so i think being that i stopped watching a lot of movies that i felt like okay this is some bs or this is a bunch of crap it made me it made me not have like so i it made me it gave me it gave me a break from the delusion and the fantasies and all that stuff and i think over time i have noticed that as i've become more self aware of my problem uh cuz i've been like this for as long as i could remember I think because obviously if you've listened to the podcast from the beginning, you've known that I've had a really basically tough childhood in so many words, uh, in not so many words, I guess. So it's crazy that now I'm trying to unlearn that because that thing that was a coping mechanism to me for so long and that helped me stay alive because I truly think if I wasn't able to fantasize and uh, romanticize a lot of things, I probably would have wanted to die a lot younger because I wouldn't have had anything to live for. But then when I was holding on to the fantasy of the future, I was excited to live because I wanted to experience that. But then it's like, as you keep growing, you start to realize mm, that's not really happening. But that thing that I use as a coping, that thing that I used as a coping mechanism essentially became something that worked against me because when it came to reality, facing it was something that I started to to struggle with because when you're constantly used to... It's like that toxic positive thing where you're constantly living in a state of joy and happiness and all that. It's a good feeling, so of course you're going to want to prolong it. And the moment you... Um, the moment you... You... The moment you stop yourself from experiencing anything other than something positive, it works to your detriment because now it works against you because now you don't actually have the capacity to experience something negative and feel it and just accept that, you know, it's life because now it feels much bigger than it is supposed to be because you've literally removed any chance of familiarity with that thing. Because I feel like with our bodies, we learn how to deal with things because of how familiar it is. Like once you've been sad a couple of times, like sadness, it doesn't become this thing that ruins your life. It becomes a feeling that you well, not like you would like it or anything, but your body isn't going to react in a way that's going to make it very hard for you to deal with that emotion. Versus when you're not used to it, you're going to overreact because it's like unfamiliar territory. So... I don't know. I'm saying all this to say that I'm trying to unlearn being a delusional person in terms of romanticizing things. And I hope that as I make new connections in this new year, like I said, that's one of my intentions. I hope that the new connections I make, I don't romanticize them and I just take them for what they are. And I also hope that I give people a chance to be human and not 
because I think when you constantly have an idea of someone, they're never going to live up to it. So you'll always be disappointed by them. And therefore, no one will ever feel like they're enough. And that's unfair. So I want to make connections with people for who they are, not for who I want them to be or for who I envision them to be. And I want to make connections with people knowing that it doesn't have to be a big thing, doesn't always have to be this big, beautiful story. Sometimes we just have a favorite artist in common and that's it. That's literally it. So I don't know. I hope someone, I hope. Um, so yeah, that's it for today's episode. I don't know if you guys are going to enjoy these kinds of episodes, but if I need to put out content, I mean, <laughs> but this is what I'll be, this is what the episodes will sound like, Um, especially now that I don't have time to uh, do more structured content. I'm only going to be doing content based off what I feel in that moment and yeah so thank you guys for listening I'll catch you whenever I pop back I'll catch you whenever I pop back in and bye